consider themselves pilgrims to come along for the journey and help girls not just survive adolescence, but thrive in it. A little history. What is adolescence? It comes from the Latin verb adoloscare, which means growing up. Even though the term teenager is a relatively recent creation, it was coined by advertisers on Madison Avenue in the 1940s to describe a new consumer group. The word adolescent has been around for a long time. The word first showed up in English literature around 1440, about 90 years before the term adult was seen. Well before that, philosophers and educators such as Aristotle, Plato, and Rousseau discussed the idea of adolescence. They and many others have spent time musing and speculating over this season of human development. As Aristotle said during the 4th century BC, the young are in character prone to desire and ready to carry any desire they may have formed into action. Of bodily desires, it is the sexual to which they are most disposed to give way, and in regard to sexual desire, they exercise no self-restraint. They are passionate, irascible, and apt to be carried away by their impulses. Their lives are lived principally in hope. They have high aspirations, for they have never yet been humiliated by the experience of life, but are unacquainted with the limiting force of circumstances. Youth is the age of when people are most devoted to their friends, as they are then extremely fond of social intercourse. If the young commit a fault, it is always on the side of excess and exaggeration, for they carry everything too far, whether it be their love or hatred or anything else. In the realm of research and psychology, however, adolescence is a relatively new phenomenon. It wasn't until the early 1900s that a season of adolescence was first researched in depth. In 1904, G. Stanley Hall produced a two-volume book that's now considered foundational for the field of adolescent research. He looked at everything known about adolescents at that time, including how they were portrayed in literature and history. In doing so, Hall established himself as the first person to scientifically research adolescents. His categorization of adolescence as being a time of storm and stress, or Strom und Drang in German, is descriptive to say the least. Adolescence is a time of conflict with authority figures, of trying on new identities and discarding old ones, of mood swings and of exploring new territory. While research of adolescence is relatively new, the research of female adolescence is brand new. For example, as recently as 1980, the Handbook on Adolescent Psychology didn't contain even one chapter devoted to girls. In fact, researchers who predominantly studied males, and Caucasian males at that, developed most of what's known in adolescent theory. Dr. Carol Gilligan, a psychologist and feminist ethicist who has taught at Harvard, New York University, and the University of Cambridge, has added much to the field of knowledge about adolescent females in her books, especially In a Different Voice, Psychological Theory and Women's Development, 1982. 
As both a researcher and a theorist, she has helped others in her field to rethink the gender bias in developmental theory. There is increasing awareness and increasing evidence that most major developmental theories, written as they are from the male perspective, may reflect a gender bias. The reasons are numerous, partly because the creators of these theories have been predominantly male, partly because the theoretical models have been based on research data collected from males, partly because female data have not easily fit into the established male model, and partly because cultural prejudice and stereotypes may have influenced psychological and developmental thinking in the past. Rolf E. Muss, Theories of Adolescence. Another key voice in the study of adolescent girls is Dr. Mary Pfeiffer, a clinical psychologist.